Business Matters in association with the Letterkenny IT Faculty of Business. Looking for a career in financial services? Consider the Level 9 MA in Governance, Compliance and Data Protection. Take the next step in your career and contact the Exec Ed Coordinator on 9186206 or email execed at lyat.ie today. I'm Kieran O'Donnell. You're welcome to Business Matters. My guest this week is Patrick McFadden from Gidor, who is manager of the Double Tree by Hilton Hotel at Angel King's Cross in London. The youngest of a family of seven, he started his career in the hospitality sector as a barman at the Folan Heights Hotel in Nokfala at the age of 16. Patter moved to London in 2000 and has been working with the Hilton Group for the last 12 years. In what was the first business matters to be recorded outside of Ireland, I began by asking the former public school Gidor student how he ended up running a 400-bedroom four-star hotel in the borough of Islington. Well, uh, how long do you have? Um, I, I suppose the passion around uh, hospitality has always been in my blood. I grew up in um, a very caring family back in Bloody Foreland in Nockfalla, Lower Nockfalla in Gidor. Went to school in Minaclady in Pubbleskull. Uh, my mum um, did a lot of home help, as did my aunt, and I was helping out as being uh, the youngest of uh, Clan of Seven. So um, I got involved in... Um, sort of cleaning activities and cooking activities at a young age and I took quite an interest uh, in it from my teenage years where I um, I was um, fortunate enough to um, get a get a position in the Foreland Heights as a barman. Um, and what you, sorry, what age were you then, Peter? I was, um, I just turned 16, I believe, and um, worked for uh, Patrick Gallar back then, who owned the Heights, and uh, really fell in love with the um, the interaction, so on and so forth. But it in, indeed it stems further back to that from um, my late auntie Grace's bed and breakfast, where uh, I remember I invited my first American guest into her home when she was uh, when she was uh, in fact not selling any rooms. I I took the uh, Liberty of selling one for uh, twenty pounds, but in breakfast back then, did you get a cut? Uh, I didn't, and she had to take the day off work in order to cook them breakfast, which uh, I still find quite quite hilarious. Uh, so from from then, um, I um, after a public school with some good advice from there, I um, proceeded to do a, a diploma in hotel and catering management in Calbrew Street. I know a few others from Gidor who did the same and have also been very successful. Um, and and uh, then I did my training at the Conrad, which is also Hilton Hotel, and I, I worked with uh, my friend Mike McBride and, and John Clark in the Herbert Park in, in Dublin. Um, and then I took a little bit of time out. I went back to Donegal, and um, I managed the Forland Heights for a season um, uh, where we um, had a fantastic summer, a record-breaking summer. Uh, opened a late bar there, had some really good uh, live musicians and uh, attracted a lot of the local market that worked in uh, on the industrial estate back then. I remember they used to get paid on uh, Thursday and there wasn't um, a great deal around for them uh, to go and enjoy um, you know, a, a little beverage or a bit of entertainment and we opened our doors to them, became a great success for a period of time. However, the plan was always to complete my... Um, uh, bachelor's uh, in business and um, I was fortunate to get on uh, to the final year of a four-year program in the University of Birmingham 
um, uh, where I completed um, my business degree and um, had a major in hospitality. Um, and with a few friends that I met there, we decided that London was the way forward to try and understand uh, the rooms side of the business because Ireland is very food and beverage heavy and we wanted to to learn the rooms side in terms of yielding rooms and the strategy around that in London is um, um, obviously a very competitive market and we decided to come down here for a couple of years and I'm still here 22 years later uh, but um, no regrets uh, I, I did a huge stint with uh, Radisson Hotels did a fast track management program with them that really got me on my way and uh, the last 12 years I've worked uh, in Hilton Properties and been lucky enough to be part of um, the opening team of the very first Doubletree Hotel Conversion Hotel which is a four-star deluxe full-service brand within the Hilton family of hotels and that one was in the West End Uh, and uh, I also opened the Doubletree in Woking in Surrey um, a year before taking over this particular property uh, here in Islington and indeed the hotel has been renamed Angel King's Cross because of how the uh, area has, has evolved over the years um, and you know it's been with its fair share of challenges and uh, great experiences throughout you know Tell me what was the attraction of coming to London initially Father? I always loved uh, London from a very young young age. Um, my brother Pat emigrated uh, when he was very young, and uh, as did my brother Neil. And um, I remember coming over uh, at the age of nine with my sister Grace just to visit them and just really being in awe of the city, the city lights, and also the huge Irish influence and respect for the Irish. Um, you know, the, the respect for the Irish was really building up around that time, um, and people spoke very highly of my brothers who who had worked with them so on and so forth and I suppose it came from that initially I always knew I was going to come back someday to London uh, from that very young age Obviously there's a very strong Irish connection uh, we're at a function earlier this morning and uh, Jerry McCorbin remarked the fact of how how many uh, Irish people are living in the borough That's right I do believe that Islington is um, one with um, the highest density of Irish born um, and that doesn't surprise me one bit because um, my my brother Pat um, lived in Archway, top of Holloway, not far from here, um, for a good 12, 13 years, uh, as did uh, my brother Neil and his family. Um, they, they lived around uh, King's Cross. Um, so uh, back in those days, I remember... Uh, going to church here at a young age. I remember uh, frequenting uh, the pubs. One of them, the 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 Mother Red Cap, is still there in Holloway Road. Uh, I must bring you in there for a beer later. Uh, and um, you know, uh, you would meet such interesting folk from back at home and not all parts of Ireland. I also had an uncle, uh, also named Pather, um, lived and worked in Cricklewood for thirty years, and I used to. Uh, when I first moved to London, I used to go out there and meet him with a few of my own friends and, and meet some of his from the west uh, part, uh, west coast of Ireland. Um, and again, um, there was a huge camaraderie there. Um, and, you know, that, that still exists. Um, uh, but, in, in, you know, the, a lot of people that I know would have uh, connections here and really enjoy visiting here. 
And obviously, there's a strong Donegal connection here this weekend. Uh, Troy Gallagher uh, became the first uh, Irish-born mayor of Islington, and that's going to be marked tonight uh, later on at a function. So you've been inundated with uh, people from home over the last few days. Oh, it's been it's been great, Kieran. Um, I just um, start by telling you I, I got to know I have the pleasure of knowing Troy for a few years. Uh, I got to know him the hotel. We do a great deal of work in the community. That's a big part about the Double Tree brand. It's uh, creating a rewarding experience. We call it care. We we get involved in a lot of community initiatives. One of them is. Um, uh, the Young Volunteer Awards, and I'm indeed a volunteer myself, um, but uh, we do sponsor those awards and have done so since I took over the hotel here six years ago. And uh, Can you talk to me a bit more about that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, uh, but I, I was just going to say I met Troy uh, while he was Deputy Mayor presenting those awards. Um, and um, I just thought it was amazing as uh, I was representing the hotel and then uh, the deputy mayor came in and pre- presented the awards the worthy winners and I was like where's that accent from uh, and he goes oh, I'm from Letterkenny so from there on we kept in touch and we've collaborated on lots of good initiatives um, you know um, we, we've done a lot with um helping uh, refugees um i've turned to troy for advice he's been very very supportive um the hotel the company in hilton have been very supportive uh and you know there's a great community vibe in and around uh the the area and um when when troy was inaugurated uh i was invited um to the event and uh, troy asked myself um uh, and uh, uh, then I had the pleasure of meeting his uncle Pat Nora and Sean McBride uh, and then um, Tony McFadden from Fulcara. Um And uh, we, we, we got on the steering committee to help him really make um, a great success of the weekend. And I have to say, I'm so proud of him. Uh, the, the weekend is really turning out to be uh, exactly that. And um, I'm looking forward to the, the big gala dinner event tonight, which I've been... Uh, uh, very much a part of organising. It must be great to have somebody uh, from home, essentially, uh, in such a position, literally up the road. Absolutely, um, because you know um, it's easy to have a normal conversation with the likes of Troy. Uh, and to be fair, we probably bounce stuff off one another because he also needs, you know, to be able to speak to people because he's got a heavy, heavy schedule. Um, but as do I, because uh, you know my 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 days just non-stop from the minute I start. Talking about days, and we discussed it uh, last night uh, briefly. Can you give me maybe a typical day or a typical week in your life as a hotel manager? Um, it's it's all about uh, the team. I would say first and foremost. I mean, um, you know, I've I've worked uh, in many hotels, and normally. Um, I enjoy coming in where uh, the, there's real opportunity of harnessing that team spirit and getting the right people in the right in the right uh, positions. But you need to build a foundation like any good team, and um, you know you need to departmentalize because um, hospitality and hotels in particular, and food and beverage, so on and so forth. The list goes on is very intangible. It's not an assembly line, if you know what I mean. So you really need to have experts uh, overseeing their designated areas. Um, uh, and you need, um, obviously, to devote a lot of time to ensuring that they're coached to 
the level um, of, um, I suppose, service that you're required to deliver. And that takes time, Peter? That does take time. I would say my, my job here at the moment is um, I'm fairly content now in my job. I'm enjoying it. I'm getting time to get more involved in other issues and supporting potentially head office with um new ventures uh, but i would never have had the time for that when i first started um uh, you know i've been here six six and a half years um and yourself and your team get to know one another uh you work in each other's ways and things move in the right direction and and consistency starts flowing through um and you start realizing how little you did know about the business six years ago, um, and and indeed you you're still learning, um, but it does. You're absolutely right. It does take time, but you have to, like any good team, continue to look for the the rising stars, because um, you know big part of our strategy here is to continue to develop the team because they all want to sit in my chair and I want to sit on my boss's chair, so on and so forth. So that's that's what it's all about. How many people are employed at the hotel, Pater? You? Um, we have um, uh, approximately 120 full-time um, uh, team members here at the hotel. But um, obviously, recently, uh, we did lose quite quite a few, um, in particular due to COVID. Uh, now, we looked after the team really well, um, and we utilised furlough to its full extent. Um, and part of the reason we were able to gear up so so quickly, so strongly, and get the hotel back to full capacity, um, was because we looked after people and they were well uh, well trained and they were able to do heavy lifting when we needed it the most. However, I lost a lot of um, really really good workers that decided to move back home. Uh, be it that, be it a, a little bit of Brexit. Um, and be it just simply people moving on and progressing in their own careers. So it's been a tad challenging to to get the team back to its full strength uh, since we reopened back last July oh. right reopened to the public back in July so what measures did you have to take to get your team up to full capacity again um, we we had to uh, get a lot of central support um, to um, put uh, systems in place that would take weight off my own shoulders in terms of stuff that I would normally do be it strategically or um, with regards to uh, the numbers. Um, and I had to be fairly hands-on with the team, um, uh, in- ensuring that we were close to the ground. Uh, and it was that at the very early days, because it wasn't just because we were busy, it was because we needed to be flexible in our workforce because we didn't know whether we would have to shut things down again. Um, How quiet does things get, Peter? So this this hotel pre pre pandemic was running at ninety two percent occupancy year to date, and um, that's that's a lot. Of, uh, that's fairly high numbers. Uh, you're talking up to two hundred thousand people walking through your threshold every year, um, and um, obviously we've got a Mark Pier White restaurant, we've got a conference centre, an exec lounge. So it's 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 high traffic and it's it's busy. So. That went from 92% occupancy to around, well, to to nothing on the 17th of March. St. Patrick's Day 2020 was when I closed the door, I believe, because uh, I remember well, Clannet were staying as they were playing in the Palladium, their their final show in that 
uh, ended up postponed. Um, so we uh, closed for about a week to get the hotel compliant with COVID measures. And we opened up and then just uh, got on um, got on the phones to uh, to help out with um, all sorts of activities, be it volunteering, supporting the NHS, supporting local police. Um, and then some business started to come in. But we were running at a good six months at anything between 7 and 25%. How worry- and, and, how- and not at a very good rate. I would, uh, you know, I would how worrying was that at that time, Peter? It was surreal. People didn't know. Um, you know, it was quite shocking. People were thinking, oh, it's going to last three months and, you know, we'll be over it and we'll be back to normal. But um, it was absolutely surreal. But the only, I suppose, thing that kind of strengthened everybody was the fact that everybody was affected. It wasn't just us. We were all in it together. Everyone was affected. The um, the head office team were extremely supportive. We utilised furlough to its full extent. I stayed on duty with about twelve others, and we we did everything from cooking a bit of breakfast to washing the windows. And you're talking of four hundred bedroom Hilton, middle of London, but that's what we did. Um, you know, uh, we we um, offered team members. Um, to, to live in and to support with services and they saved on a bit of rent so we we really looked after them um, and then we kept them trained we kept the place very well maintained we never compromised on health and safety uh, and again that, that allowed us the head start to be open, able to open up quickly Are you doing things differently now than pre-COVID? Um, I would say we're slowly normalising going back to what we did. However, there are there there there's different aspects to how we run the business now. There's there's certain things around hygiene where we really up the the ante that we'll continue to practice. There's extra measures we've been in place that we will just continue to practice because it's the right thing to do. Um, you know, there's ten point checks in bedrooms. There's you know twenty five point checks in meeting rooms. Um, and and these are elements that we will continue to to provide at an extra cost because it's the right thing to do. But there are also efficiencies where some guests don't want the rooms serviced every day, so therefore you'll have a little bit less cleaning to do, so you'll be able to focus in other areas. One thing in particular that we focused on and that we will continue to do um, is the, the cross-training uh, in, initiative where, you know, team members were were trained to be capable of working at reception or behind a bar or indeed as um, a bit of housekeeping uh, and that's something that um, has really helped people grow in the team but that was very necessary during the COVID times when we had 7% occupancy and we couldn't afford you know to pay um, a team of people to look after each and every department however now that we're back to high 80s and full on occasion um, you know we need the right people in the right places and we need to ensure consistency You just took me to my next question consistency is something that you, that you mentioned earlier in our interview is that the key to running a successful hotel? Absolutely it is um, consistency and the, the team around you because that's what brings consistency um, you know, if you can hold on to a strong team 
and you can grow others to take over those head uh, of department positions when those people get promoted to the next level up. That brings consistent service levels, that brings experience, that brings peace of mind, that brings uh, know-how, that brings um, knowing the customers and customers want to come back or guests want to come back because they recognize me, they recognize um, um, my team um, and that's something that the um, hospitality industry in particular does struggle with because sometimes you'll go to a bar and um, meet someone and on your next visit it might be someone new. So holding down the team, looking after uh, the, uh, the staff welfare, um, their their development, their promotion, um, uh, and and giving them really good uh, techniques, um, listening to the requirements, um, and good good level of training and education around matters of hospitality really pays. It really pays. I can't stress that enough. And there we'll take a break. Business Matters in association with the Letterkenny IT Faculty of Business. Looking for a career in financial services? Consider the Level 9 MA in Governance, Compliance and Data Protection. Take the next step in your career and contact the Exec Ed Coordinator on 9186206 or email execed at lyat.ie today. Before the break, Patter was speaking about the key to running a successful hotel. And obviously the other thing is keeping demand high and that's about building relationships, being good within your community, um, being um, on point with regards to who's booking, speaking to them on on a regular basis. However, you know, we have the right people in in those sort of roles as well in the commercial box, be it revenue managers, be it directors in in the sales commercial areas um, because that can be a, a little bit scientific at times. The Hilton brand, I get the impression, is, is something that you're you're very proud of. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they they've established um, one of the biggest, renowned, most renowned names in hospitality. Um, you know, it it never goes away from the fact that you need to to care about. Um, your your people care about your customers. If you don't look after your team, they won't look after um, the people that, that that come through your door. And that that's something that we practice here every day. Uh, Conrad Hilton once said to um, uh, you know that his vision was to shine the light of hospitality um, across the globe, and 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 we do uh, live to those values every day here. You mentioned team. Uh, one of the, the most important members of your team uh, is the chef, and we were joking before we come in to uh, uh, meet for our, our interview. Uh, he's been with you a long time, and you seem to be extremely good friends as well. Well, I wasn't joking. I'm quite hungry. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, he's um, a great, talented chef, uh, Silva. Um, he was uh, a, a rising star when I, I, I managed a hotel at Heathrow between 2006 and 2010. Very busy banqueting hotel. Uh, you know, we could service about 2,000 people simultaneously there for events. And um, Silva was um, a chef to party back then. And even then he was winning awards. Um, you know, he's very innovative and very hardworking. Uh, you could tell he wanted to succeed. And when the opportunity came up 
to get a new exec chef for this p- particular property that happened around three years ago. Um, um, I called Silva to ask whether he knew anyone, and he said, um, boss, is that's what he calls me for some reason, um, he said, boss, I'd love to come and work there. And it's been it's been great. And again, having someone like that on my team is a dream come true because you won't realize how easy that makes my life to have someone that you can just um, understand. He understands me um, and be it anything around how we manage our costs, our, our hygiene um, and menu development. Um, it, it tends to move forward. And um, he also brings stability amongst his own team. Uh, if you go into the kitchen, you meet guys that have worked with him uh, in different places, but also have been with him here for since he since he arrived. So, um, yeah, that's that's a very good example. Pater, you mentioned uh, in one of your previous hotels looking after uh, a function for and they'd be catering for up to two thousand people. What's the biggest function you've you've overseen in your time? Um, it's been there's been quite a few. I ended up running a friend's wedding once, uh, and I was meant to be a guest. That was quite amusing, um, but I won't I won't get into that one. Um, the biggest one was the Harry Potter cast again at that hotel Heathrow. We had a license to be able to do amateur boxing events as well, um, which were fun. Um, we used to do a lot of ballroom dancing. We did the uh, the initial um, uh, let's do ballroom. Uh, events out there as well but the the most important one was the Harry uh, Potter cast and all the stuntmen from Harry Potter so they did uh, an amateur boxing event uh, and so there was about 500 for a banquet um, there's a few um, bouts of boxing there's um, auctions so on and so forth but it happened to be Daniel Radcliffe's birthday on that same day so I must have practiced the the countdown for the cake and the candle and the sparklers and the music and do 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 do, but my my maitre d got so nervous that he he tripped over uh, a bit of carpet and um, the 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 cake you know went up in the air and landed on the floor. So Daniel Radcliffe then just got up and whispered in my ear. He says, "Just put a piece of cake on the table, It'd be grand." Pat, what's the funniest thing that has happened to you as a hotel manager? I had um, uh, lots of different, uh, I suppose, lots of different uh, instances. It's um, um, difficult to to think of which one is 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 the funniest. But um, one that I've often told is um, uh, I, I I started my career in a little hotel called the Hampshire in Leicester Square, in between the two Odeon Cinemas, and you've got Capital Radio there as well, and you'll. Perhaps recall the broadcaster Chris Tarrant. Um, he did. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? But he used to have um, like three or four alarms set the night before. He used to stay with us before his morning breakfast show, and I was night manager at the time. And um, he basically um, uh, missed his wake up call. Uh, we we didn't del- deliver it on time. Um, but his wife woke him up and he came down and he started to tell me uh, the story uh, uh, and then he proceeded to complain and I didn't get to speak once he 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 complained he told me the issue he told me how to resolve it and he told me you know um, uh, issue over you know let's move on 
So that was like one of the most surreal uh, instances. You weren't kept to the phone a friend though. <laughs> Tell me, Peter, what's the biggest change that you've noticed? Uh, I mean, 20 plus years, there has to be a, a lot of change that's taken place. What's the one standout change for yourself in the game? Technology, I suppose. Um, uh, technology's changed uh, what we do quite a bit. Um, social media, everything's very transparent. Um, now you really need to be on your A game. No one cuts corners. Uh, and if you do, you're going to get caught. Um, so um, compliance, I suppose, has changed a lot. Um, when I say compliance, um, I mean you know, health and safety, all the legalities, all the insurance issues, um, all the hygiene, allergens, calorific information on menus, so on and so forth. I mean, there's so many things that have improved um, and it's a lot to take in. But um, over time, you know, good processes have, have come about that help us manage that fairly well. I must say, we've got a great welcome when we came into the hotel last night and your staff here, we've noticed it a, a number of times how friendly they are. And I suppose that is good business, Peter, isn't it? Ultimately, that's what it's all about. That is exactly what it's all about. That's, as I was saying earlier, what it comes down to. If you if you can't uh, look after people, if you can't welcome people, if you don't have the right personality, uh, you shouldn't really be doing it. And, um, you know, it's been heartwarming for me, uh, welcoming um uh, a lot of Irish people into the hotel this weekend, in particular uh, Donegal people. I have the pleasure of having my own parents here. I'm so proud of them. Uh, my uh, mum, my Noella, and my, my father, John Racy, in their 86th year. Um, um, I'm so happy that I had the opportunity of inviting inviting them over. Um, but, you know, the 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 whole success of um, what's happening around me here is is it comes down to the team the team really want to ensure that everyone has a great time and are looked after and um, you know if, if an issue comes up you know issues do happen if an issue comes up it's all in the handling of that issue in the resolve and we're, we work we work very hard on ensuring that you know we have a, a good a, a good set of um, disciplines around that, that particular issue but it, uh, can I say just though um, you know, there's been a couple of eye-opening uh, things for me this weekend in, in inviting um, uh, fellow Donegal uh, people into the hotel. It's just how heartwarming they are. And that's, that's you know, that's why I love what I do. You know, that I think there's a, a lot of that in us, instilled in us in home, that that discipline, that caring um that 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 caring um, a mentality uh, uh, that that really shines through, and I think and I hope that that shines through to my team member, no matter their nationality. Um, and the other thing was, I was I had the privilege of hosting the um, business breakfast meeting um, hosted uh, by Donegal County Council uh, yesterday morning. With a, an amazing turnout and an, an amazing energy, um, and again, what an eye opener! I mean, the work that those guys are doing back at home—be technology, be it broadband, uh, be it finance, tech, at um, Kenny Institute, so on and so forth. LYIT seem to be university status, um, 
and and wanting to do business with the rest of the world and and wanting to harness that relationship with london and 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 give back and receive um you know that really opened my eyes and i hope that the hotel and the hospitality industry in particular will benefit uh from for uh, from getting some really good um candidates over um to um you know do graduate programs and management programs in hospitality um uh, and i really hope that i i can participate in that and support that yeah you you mentioned the relationship w- with london uh, you're a dd placed on your hotel is a dd placed pattern maybe to to make that happen absolutely uh, I mean, the location of the hotel, um, I'm actually in the borough of East Linton, strategically placed for this weekend's activities. Um, uh, but a bit of the history of the hotel, it was built in 97 by Jury Sin. This particular hotel was the first London hotel. Um, since I joined, we've added 150 rooms. Um, it's now near a 400 bedrooms, six meeting rooms, and uh, Mark Pierwhite's steakhouse. Um, the, the area itself... Um, is is growing so the the borough of Islington is growing into uh, and closer to Camden as well and they do collaborate on many things um so to that point um um we did our last re- uh, multi-million pound refurbishment of the hotel here in 2019 and we repositioned the hotel at that time um, and bringing in some of those techno- technological advances uh, that I spoke about earlier like um, online check-in and digital key but um, we did actually change the name from Doubletree Islington to Doubletree Angel King's Cross um, because of the way that the area is so up and coming. And if you look at Islington, we have uh, major um, uh, relationships with the Business Design Centre. Um, we are very close to the City of London and all the financial institutions. Um, we've got some blue chip companies at our doorstep here um saddler's wells world famous uh, dance theater we house all of their um um cast and crew we've got the emirates stadium up the road yeah i see you in your fist in the air there um and we've got tottenham hotspurs and a fabulous stadium that also hosts the likes of the NFL and big concerts now as well, a little bit further up the road. We do host some visiting teams, especially European teams. Um, I was proud to have hosted Man City here um, uh, the year before COVID when we had the Beast from the East. And um, Pep and the boys stayed here before they actually they did beat. Uh, um, and I was pleased they beat Arsenal that day because I fed them. Um, the, um, the other side is... Um, King's Cross and in King's Cross when I first came to London 22 years ago um, it wasn't a very desirable area but you should take a walk down there now the um, um, the museum down there the uh, British Library down there the new Renaissance Hotel the new Standard St Pancras Square you got uh, uh, big companies like um, Rolls Royce uh, Facebook Google uh, Google, in fact, um, are moving their EMEA headquarters uh, uh, to that particular location. They're building the Landscraper, which is the same size as the Shard, but on its back, with a racetrack on top. So some really cool stuff happening down there, and as well as that, some great bars, some great restaurants. So, yeah, that coupled with Angel 
upper street and everything that's happening around um, the immediate area. It's very exciting for the hotel, so it would be an amazing opportunity for anyone wanting a career in hospitality to come and work here. What's the best lesson you've learned in your career in hospitality? I suppose it's um, um, not to act irrationally, to take your time and to ask for advice. Speak to people. Speak to people before, you know, don't be forced into making uh, what could potentially be an irrational decision or a poor choice. And that's happened to me over, over time, trying to please people. You know, when you're in the game, you become not a yes man, but... You, you know, no is a very negative word to use in hospitality. You want always, you, we're here to please. Um, but, you, you know, you have layers of management and, and, and experience around you and good friends, good solid friends. You know, lift the phone, ask the question, what would you do? What do you think? This is what I'm thinking of. You know, this is how I'm thinking of uh, approaching this matter. Uh, and let your thoughts come through a little bit more before you make a decision. Talk about advice. What advice would you give your 21-year-old self, Peter? Um, well, I have no regrets. Um, I, again, you know, not to dwell on what I just said, but, you know, probably some of the mistakes I've made over the years would have been perhaps trying to impress or move too quickly or, or maybe grow too quickly. Um, there's nothing... There's nothing better than waking up in the morning and loving what you do. There's none better than looking forward to come to work. It's none better than working in the door and getting a big warm welcome from your colleague and, you know, going around saying hello to all of them because, you know, you really care about one another. Um, so, you know, a lot of the time um, um, people um, want to climb that ladder a lot quicker um, and for me, I probably was, you know, I was a, uh, I was quite entrepreneurial. I was quite driven. I wanted to succeed. And don't get me wrong, if you don't have that within you, you probably won't. But take your time doing it. Learn from the great people that you meet along the journey. Um, because right now, um, you know, six six odd years into this particular role that I'm in. I'm enjoying it more than ever. I'm content. Um, you know, I carry a bit more experience. Uh, I've learned from a lot of, um, you know, I've learned my lessons over the years. And I've got um, a very strong team around me, um, you know, uh, as a result of that. Do you miss home at all? Absolutely, I miss home. I love home. Um, uh, I, I talk about it all the time. Um, you know, the closeness to home helps um it was difficult during covid you know because you couldn't go home but normally uh and now um you know i would go home um uh, about five or six times a year i'd, I'd have a long stint in the summer uh, i'd like to spend christmas with mum and dad and the family in fact i've had my family over here one christmas as well which was great fun um but now it's good to go home um you know, North Atlantic, next stop, America. Relax your thoughts. Um, just reflect and um, meet friends. Enjoy good food. Enjoy good company. Uh, it's hard to beat. What do you miss most about home, Peter? Apart from mum's cooking. I miss my friends, you know. Um, I miss them a lot. Uh, and um, one thing I'm also very proud of is we have a WhatsApp group, a group, uh, team, a team of... 
uh, guys that we met uh, at uh, Pobble Scholar be- between Mina Claudine and Lonya School, but we played in the local community centre up in Crookfalla. Um You know, we, we went to the Cayley dances when the students were down learning Irish, you know. Lots of great memories, but we're all still united. We've got a WhatsApp group. We, we meet once once a year, um, sometimes Liverpool, sometimes different parts of Ireland, uh, to have a little get-together and a meal and a, a night out or take in a match. Um, and we keep in touch. Um, and I could honestly say, um, you know, um, that that's something I'm very proud of because, um, you know, uh, the, the, all of us, we tend to look after each other. Your career appears to be one that you were destined to follow. Uh, I was just thinking back on uh, the start of the conversation with your aunt and, and the booking and your desire and drive just to take the path on and see where it got you? Absolutely. Um, you know, it it stems back to that putting the bed and breakfast sign on the top of the crossroads when, when Auntie Grania was um, cooking breakfast in the Forland Heights. And um, Do you ever think back to that day, do you? I, I often tell that story. <laughs> I do think back to that day. Um, and I, I kind of wonder what made me do it. But uh, obviously I was a tad bored and I'd done me cleaning, I'd done me chores and I was uh, mucking about and found the sign. I was just like, you weren't spoiled, Parry, even though you were the youngest of a big gang. That's you right. certainly had the work cut out for you. That's really helped me in life, I'll be honest with you. Um, now, if you were to ask my, my older siblings, they'd probably disagree with you, but um, uh, I got off with, you know, lighter duties maybe. But uh, I, I honestly... Um, had that work ethic from a very young age and I have to thank my parents and indeed my brothers and my sisters for giving me that experience and those experiences um, and I think that's really helped me along my, my career And finally Patter, what lies ahead for yourself and your career in hotel management? So um, we have further plans for the organisation which I work at the moment and for this hotel in particular we've got big plans for the um, back end of this year um, uh, around public areas and food and beverage, we're also building up the the business again post post pandemic, where you know we have a a very uh, robust strategy in place now to get back to 2019 levels and above. And we've got the challenges with the ongoing uh, increase in inflation and utilities, so that's keeping me quite busy. So not in a rush, but um, I suppose I'll be getting involved. Um, in, in, in new projects um, as the company uh, uh, the management platform that um, I report in to be, um, continues to, to, to build more hotels or to, to acquire more hotels um, ideally I want to move back into five star uh, properties um, so I suppose that's something that I'll, um, I'll be uh, looking at and, uh, and uh, aspiring to. My fiance Rosie, uh, she's from Spain, so Spain's not off the cards in the future, and, um, you know, Malaga, um, but always will have um, a close connection to Donegal, more so now after meeting, um, you know, uh, such such wonderful people this weekend. Patrick McFadden, manager of the Double Three by Hilton Hotel at Angel King's Cross in London. Thanks so much for joining us today on Business Matters. Thank you for your time, Kieran. Well, that's our lot for this edition of Business Matters. I'd like to thank my guest, Patrick McFadden, and also for the hospitality afforded to us over a great weekend in London. Thanks to Kenneth Wilson on sound, and thanks to you for listening. 
If you'd like to get in touch with the programme, drop an email to businessmatters at highlandradio.com. Business Matters in association with the Letterkenny IT Faculty of Business. Looking for a career in financial services? Consider the Level 9 MA in Governance, Compliance and Data Protection. Take the next step in your career and contact the Exec Ed Coordinator on 9186206 or email execed at lyat.ie today.